Manimal here. It's Monday, October 2nd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league, talk about all the goings-on in the AL West, how things finished, where the Rangers stand. We're going to talk about Rangers news and notes. We're going to talk about the playoff series upcoming with Tampa Bay. We're going to go over all the box scores from this weekend. So join Kevin and I today on a special playoff edition of Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers. WTB. Don't forget to check us out on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. That's just one word. That's only one word. And I am as stoked as I could possibly be. The Texas Rangers make the playoffs. And let me tell you, another person that I know is just as pumped about it as I am, my co-host, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull, how you doing today, buddy? And where can they find you on social medias? Well, uh, first and foremost, I just want to say that um, we kind of predicted the Rangers coming in second in the uh, American League West. And we also predicted them uh, taking that playoff spot and leaving Seattle out. Mm-hmm. Now, there the rest of the uh, playoffs, I have no idea if we got right. I don't remember that at all. But I just want to you know, remind people of that that we did have the Rangers in the playoffs at the beginning of the year, and here we are. The Rangers are in the playoffs. Now, I would have really liked to have gotten one more win over the weekend and the Rangers wrap up that division, but it didn't happen. It wasn't to be. Um, Also, real quick, I want to say big thanks to John, uh, a listener of the podcast who who had – had the, the time, took the time out of his day to visit with me on Saturday at the Turning Point Beer over in Bedford. And uh, thanks to him for this uh, beautiful bottle of Guatemalan rum that he picked up on his uh, ladder. Oh, so very, very, very thankful to John and his uh, better half for uh, talking some Rangers with me. It was nice to, it was nice. It was very cool. And, uh, a very good dude, and uh, just thankful. Uh, he's a he's a big proponent of those Michigan Wolverines. Hey, my man, my oh. man, John. <laughs> so yeah, you might uh, you know you and him might have a little something in common. But uh, anyways, we're doing good over here. Thank you again to Kevin yesterday for inviting me out uh, to Baron's uh, confirmation. It was very cool to be uh, a part of that and seeing uh, the love shown for Kevin and his family yesterday morning. So that was very cool, too. Um, But let's get talking Rangers baseball. But before we do that, I got to let everybody know that on the old X, Mm. I want to call it X Factor. Like it should be like X Factor, right? Mm, Okay. Like on the X Factor. Ooh. But on X, you can find me at Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300, and both TikTok and Facebook, Bull Pro. But I know most of the people, they're on Facebook checking mm, us out. Because yeah, we're, yeah. You know, we're at that age. We are. We are. We are. So well, let's get talking baseball, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to talk some baseball. I mean, 
before we get into the Rangers, I mean, obviously we're we're stoked about it. We're gonna we're gonna talk at length about this upcoming playoff series and the results of the American League West uh, division chase, as you will. But let's first go around the league. There's some definite news going on. Um, so Wainwright, aka Wayno, gets 200 wins, which is the modern day. 300 wins. I'm going to pause there and let you say what you got to say because I know you're a fan of this guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he should have come back for the season he did to get his two wins to get to 200, but when you've done <laughs> that much for the game and you've done that much in the game, I think you get to, uh, I think you get to come back for that. I don't know that the, the Cardinals were going to be that much better if you switch Bueno out for another uh, – you know, league average replacement in the rotation. So um, good for him. Uh, I, I also saw they got him in a bat the other night. So, uh, you know, cool stuff for the Cardinals in a, in a year where it didn't go the way they had planned. Absolutely. And a uh, big shout out to him. He, he's been a, basically a pitcher almost my whole adult life. Uh, Joey Votto gets six. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Votto gets ejected on his final day in the league. Speaking of guys that we feel like have been players our entire adult lives. <laughs> uh, um, I, I saw that Joey Votto tweeted or x out the other <laughs> night. The, is that it? X? Like he he X'd, cheated, yeah. x did it. He X'd, he X'd out. X'd it. X'd, the, yeah, he, okay, okay. He X'd out that uh, you can't you can't say that to the the umpires from the dugout and that he was at fault and he deserved to be thrown out and he apologized like the good Canadian boy that he is mm. for, uh, for messing with any Red fan that uh, wanted to come out and see him. So class act Joey Votto, the umpire that made the game entirely about him for five minutes there. Uh, boo on him because you know what honestly umpires have been historically bad this year mm. or or at least historically bad in the sense that we know what's coming or we know where the strike zone or relatively where the strike zone is mm-hmm. and, uh, and now so you know what I mean don't make the game about you umpires mm. I mean, we saw it last week with with Hernandez then we see oh. it again yesterday and with Votto getting ejected is hey it, Fought a last game of his career, like let him chirp a little bit. Yeah, really ridiculous. So Vato, you think uh, Hall of Famer or no? Man, I think so, man. He's he slugged, he got on base, hit for power. Uh, yeah, I think Vato's a Hall of Famer. I think he's uh he's that. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think well, he's probably is. Like, I mean, well, in the era of the slash instead of the cumulative statistics. Uh, Vato certainly fits the slash, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking a, about, you know, was, he's, he's a, he was he, a big on base percentage guy and he yep. played good defense. So he was uh, highly thought of as a, a win above replacement player as well. So, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, he, not the, and the game has changed so much that, you know, when you look at guys stats, now you have to look at them a little bit different and see what kind of player this guy was. And there's not just a automatic number that gets you in the uh, in the hall but i imagine that 3000 that beltre and cabrera <laughs> and pujols and those guys got will probably get them in yeah yeah lifetime uh slash of 294 409 and 511 for a 921 career ops i'm pretty sure that'll be enough 
to get good, yeah. yeah to get Vato in. So congrats to him and a great career. And then let's talk playoffs. Playoffs start Tuesday at two oh eight Central. Uh, yeah, we're in the yep. first one. Yeah, Rangers and Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays play. Uh, we have the Toronto Minnesota series. We have the Arizona Milwaukee series, and then Miami goes up against the Philadelphia Philly. <clears throat> excuse me, Philadelphia Phillies. Honestly, um, I feel like in the American League, it's pretty much anybody's ball game. I think in the National League, it's pretty much going to have to go through L.A. and Atlanta. Um, so that that's well, that's pretty much where we're at. Is this new playoff format where teams are getting a week off? It hasn't been as much of an advantage as you might think that would be to teams. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it didn't affect the Astros last year, but that was a wrecking crew with mm-hmm. monster pitching and and up and down the lineup. But you know, it didn't work out so well. Atlanta was a good team last year that got eliminated by Philly, and the Dodgers got eliminated early. And uh, so it, it, this new playoff format, it's interesting because, you know, I mean, like you kind of like look at this Tuesday through Thursday, it, it kind of feels like that NBA play-in type series. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you play the same team the whole time. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's it's going to be fun. Tampa and Texas, they match up really nicely. And Tampa's got that good starting pitching. But it seems like Texas has a, a tendency to, to get to those really good starting pitchers. Uh, not yesterday, but uh, most times. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so we'll just kind of see uh, Toronto and Minnesota is going to be an interesting matchup and we'll see how Toronto's pitching holds up, but they've got a real advantage there. And, and uh, Arizona, Milwaukee, they're going to both have staffs that are both good. And, and then Miami and Philadelphia, uh, I kind of feel like Philadelphia should get that one, but just as soon as you say something like that, Miami's kind of rolling a hot hand and you just never know. So that's why October is so great because I mean, nobody had these, eight teams here and nobody had the the 10, 12 teams that ended up making the playoffs all in the playoffs and and uh so it's going to be a whole lot of fun and and uh it's going to be mixed up because there's no yankees there's no cardinals there's no mets so uh no giants no you know so it's going to be a fun one this year yeah really sad to see that the mets didn't make it um so i will say this and just a stab at just maybe the the, the way the way maybe taking a week off or taking all these days off for a team might hurt them. You know, baseball is not a super physical game. So it's not – and, again, I'm not saying the season's not a – not a uh, you know, it's not a – it's not a play. Right, yeah. It's not an endurance – I mean, it, it is, they don't test their bodies. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just also saying, like, it's not like, you know, a football or like maybe a hockey or something like that where you're really getting beat on. So I think it's a, but baseball is a streaky timing kind of thing. And it might be tough for a team to sit for almost a week and then have to come back out there and and retune up uh, to, you know, major league pitching. And you got these other teams that are fresh off of winning a series. They've got some momentum. Um, You know, I could see how that would be a tough, uh, would be, would be just as tough as it would be to, to be the team kind of keeping the momentum going. So, um, Let's cross over into some Rangers news. Rangers, um, well, let's talk exciting news. Rangers make the playoffs. Uh, they do tie Houston for the best record in the American League West 
but their record against Houston was not quite so good this year, especially on the road. I'm sorry, especially at home. Um, so they lose the tiebreaker, and Houston, the big brother, uh, sneaks up on us here at the end and, and takes the division crown. Well, yeah, they they gotta they gotta enjoy these ones now because I mean they're at a point mm. now where their their core is getting older. They they don't they don't have much in their farm system. Um, so you know Houston's gonna have to uh, really really uh, start working the the free agent market in the future to keep the the spot that they're at right now. Um, and and you know that's not exactly how they play. So Houston's got to really relish in these ones that they get the the you know these next couple of years if they if they continue to stay relevant as the that. Uh, nucleus or that core gets a little bit older, but uh, the Rangers made a lot of ground on them this year. Uh, if if the Rangers didn't have a historically bad bullpen this mm-hmm. year, things wouldn't have even been uh, even been close. I mean, mm-hmm. the Rangers would have probably ran away with this thing by 10, 12 games, but that was not to be. That's not how things worked out, and that's not the way that we're talking right now because Houston did uh, did do just enough this year to win, continue their uh, – their, uh, I don't know, what, what would you call that? Their dominance of the AL West mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's what six of the last seven. Mm-hmm. And, I mean – Oakland was that other one, and you saw where they're at this year. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, uh, you know, I mean, it shows how important it is now with game with tiebreakers to beat those teams that you played because no matter what happened today with the Astros winning, uh, if the Rangers hadn't won a game in the series, they would have still made the playoffs because they had that tiebreaker over Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you know, I mean, it's it's a new game where you don't play like to five years ago. If this would have happened, the Rangers in Houston would have locked up tomorrow in Houston to decide who won the AL West. But that's not how it works anymore. But the Rangers do content. You know, they're in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. you, you know what we talked about getting in that getting in that bracket, getting in the tournament, mm-hmm. getting your, your name on the ledger. And, you know, last time they played Tampa Bay, they took three out of three and they took four out of six this year in the series. Um, I know that those three of those four wins came at home, but, uh, you know, Glass now and, and those guys are great pitchers and the Rangers have a tendency to hit great pitchers and you saw it against Luis Castillo on Saturday night and you know uh, we'll just kind of see how how things go and and uh, you know it, it's going to be a fun ride this next these next couple of days for sure and hopefully the Rangers can keep rolling and uh, you know then then they'd be right in there to Baltimore who they played well against Baltimore this season as well so uh, it's gonna be fun and I'm looking forward to it I know you are I know we've been talking about this all season when we started last November we were eyeing this October is the time where the Rangers were going to be in the playoffs. And, you know, not a lot of people believed in the moves that the Rangers made in the off season. And, and, you know, they didn't all go as planned, but when you come down to it, I mean, Nathan Eovaldi, uh, um, Andrew Heaney, Martin Perez, all guys that they re-signed in the or signed or re-signed in the offseason helped this thing at certain points um, that they've got, They've gotten, you know, of course the DeGrom signing didn't go exactly how they wanted things to go, 
But uh, the biggest thing right now is the Rangers uh, didn't focus enough at the deadline, in my opinion, on bullpen help. But it's what we got. And uh, they've gotten a lot stronger in the bullpen with Heaney and Perez down there. And I don't know that they're going to sway from that as uh, they get into the playoffs, uh, especially if they can get John Gray back in the ALDS. Yeah, and speaking of that bullpen, uh, Matt Bush contract purchased. Uh, Alex Spees, DFA, What a that's a head-scratcher, man. I think we're both still trying to figure out what, uh, what, what they're seeing there and what the – what the strategy was on that. Cause now you expose a, a, one of your really one of your best arms uh, in the entire organization uh, to, to, to anybody getting to any, and you, I, I would, I think both of us don't think he's going to, he's going to last. I feel like if there was ever a player that they would get something in return for it's Alex Spees that one of these teams above, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Oakland, right? Like, can you imagine? I mean, I can't even imagine him getting past Oakland, a team that lost 102 games. This kind of arm is on the uh, on the white waiver wire. So, yeah, I, I, if there was ever a guy that could get him a prospect in return, I'm guessing that Alex Spees is that kind of player. But, I mean, it was a weird move to bring Bush up, TFA Spees for Bush to – warm up one time on Sunday afternoon. That was kind of, uh, it's baffling to me. I think that, you know, I knew that they were all hands on deck, but I felt like, you know, Yerry Hernandez or Yuri Rodriguez, Yuri Rodriguez. Yeah. Or one of those guys that's on the roster, Cole Wynn, who has struggled even at triple a, I, I thought maybe one of those guys would be in front of Spees as far as uh, roster spots, but uh, not how it goes. It's not exactly uh, – it's not my favorite move that Chris Young has made for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they had to do what they had to do, I guess. And and Matt Bush, I mean, you know, he couldn't play in the playoffs. He, he can't play in the playoffs. Uh, he'll be one of the – he'll be the – one of the guys that gets cut as far or not cut, but sent back down on the 28. Um, so we'll see what happens with speeds this week, but the, yeah, disappointed to say the least on that. Mm-hmm. move. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I guess we'll just see how that plays out. Uh, Rangers start their wild card series uh, in Tampa on Tuesday. We've kind of already talked at length about that. As far as Rangers news, I think that kind of wraps it up which gives you an opportunity to tell everybody about what's going on October 2nd or October 6th. We're we're, uh, just five days away now, October 6th, Matt Warpro in conjunction with Def Breath Entertainment and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling present till the end where they will be uh, having the first ever Cowtown Cage match. And I'm looking forward to it. I know my match will be earlier in the card, but, uh, I imagine after I get done beating up old big Justin James, I'll find me a nice spot to watch that cage match and uh, get a chance to enjoy one more beating for, for Brent McKenzie before maybe he just wanders off into the sunset. But anyways, there's a big show, huge matches all over the card. Uh, Dante Smiley versus uh, 
Um, Chris Lyons is going to be huge. Um, Dante Leone and Izzy James is going to be a big match. Reza Clark and Morgan Mercy is going to be a hard-hitting woman's match. We've got uh, myself versus Justin James. And you can't forget Big Brick Savage versus the the Texas legend Franco D'Angelo. It's going to be a big time. I hope everybody comes out, enjoys the show. Come up, see me and Kevin. Let them know that you're you're out to see the show based on our recommendation from Texas Rangers with the boys because uh, we're, we're going to be out there in full force. Uh, but you know who also is going to be out there in full force? Mm. Our buddies at Kelly's Onion Burgers. And they're going to be whipping up their uh, onion burgers. They're smash onion burgers. Mm-hmm. They have big dogs, hot dogs out there. They got a handful of hot dogs that are all delicious. We're going to have Starry's ice cream out there. Probably the best ice cream that's probably on the planet. I I mean, I would put it up against any of it. Freaking good, man. Yeah, it's so good. Get you some of that Starry's ice cream. Even if you don't go to the wrestling show, mm. like find her. She's got a website. She'll deliver to you if you're in Tarrant County. So, find, you know... If not, if you're not in Tarrant County, go find her if you're local to the Metroplex. She's over at Panther City Records. And uh, our buddies over at Martin House Brewing, who have some of the finest beers in all of Fort Worth, are going to be over there. They're going to be slinging up um, maybe a special beer. So keep mm. your eyes open for that. And uh, if it is kind of if it is super special, we'll definitely talk about it on the back half. And uh, October 6th, it's five days away. Get ready for it. Mm. Man, so let's um, we got to do it, right? We got yeah, we got to talk. We got to talk about these box scores. Friday, Friday night. Good lord, what I don't know. You know, man, like that first those first couple of innings, you, you looked at Ivaldi and you were like, man, he's got something tonight. He's got it. You know, mm-hmm. like it was just like his his breaking pitch was working. His fastball was sitting ninety five. He was getting strikes up in the spot, up in the strike zone. Uh, and then, man, the third inning he hung a couple. Then he mm-hmm. uh, then Leody Tavares. I mean, sure he took a weird route on that ball, but that ball did things that no ball I've ever like. That's not how a guy hitting the ball right handed that ball moves. So that was a weird but it did result in another run and uh, you know, the, the bleeding wouldn't stop in the fourth and it, it got out of hand and the Rangers, I mean, they only had three hits anyways. And you have all the wraps his season at 12 and five with a, a 363 ERA, but uh, you know, overall really, really, really plus season for Evaldi and a lot of really good things happened this year with the Evaldi Um but uh, hopefully we're going to see some more of the good Eovaldi in uh, um, in the playoffs. Uh, Brock Burke, he gave up one hit, but that one hit he gave up was huge. The, the, the grand slam to J.P. Crawford. Did you hear that stat that J.P. Crawford is like 11 for 15 with runners in scoring position this year? No, I didn't, but wow. That's, that's an insane stat, so... Tip your cap to J.P. Crawford because that is not something the average person does. Uh, One good thing we saw on Friday night, Josh Spores, in his inning of work, he had three strikeouts and looked kind of like the Josh Smith that we saw uh, earlier in the season. Uh, Will Smith picked up a a clean inning as well. Um, I still don't trust that guy as far as I can throw him, and you've seen he's a pretty big dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Jake Latz, <clears throat> a couple of innings before he was optioned 
on Saturday afternoon. The Rangers' bats, pretty cold. Marcus Simeon had a couple of hits, and then when you look down the rest of the way, Josh Young had a hit, and they didn't have any walks, eight strikeouts. Really, really nice pitching performance by a guy that, uh, you know, he didn't really pitch great, but he walked quite a few guys, and, uh, you know, his pitch count got up, but the Rangers just couldn't do anything with it. You know, they just – they had those eight walks. Eight three walks. Hits, but they just they couldn't they couldn't get that hit. You know that one hit that it, it eluded them for most oh, of for the nine. weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean it was just a really, really, really rough weekend there or Friday night for the Rangers bats and and uh, you know once it got once it got to three they weren't coming back. So you know they weren't coming back when it got to eight. And uh, you know I mean I got I got nothing more to really talk on this. I guess maybe the best thing that happened on Friday night was the fact that they got guys off their feet to give them a, a good go on Saturday night. Yeah, when you got um, twelve no eleven base runners, and you come up you come up with nothing. Uh, not oh, oh for nine with runners in scoring position. Uh, it just kind of makes you want to move on at least to kind of the highlight of the weekend, I have to say, and that was going to be Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night, a really, really good pitching performance from Andrew Heaney. They were expecting to get two or three from him. He worked into the fifth inning and, and really, really uh, put together a nice performance for the Rangers when they really needed it. And, you know, that's, that's why – you know Heaney is on this club because he can he can he can pitch. You know he and and all year this year. Remember, whenever they had Heaney out there against another club's ace, he went out yep. there and matched zeros for most of them. And whenever they got ahead, he shut down innings and and he did that uh, on Saturday night in Spades. You know the Rangers got him four in that third inning. The the drought kind of uh, dried up, right? Like I mean. Mm-hmm. They, they hadn't had anything going for a while. They had a couple on in the in the uh, third inning with a couple out, and they needed a big hit. And, you know, a guy that's really, really been struggling in Nathaniel Lowe got that big two-out hit to get him that first one across. And then uh, Jonah Heim got him another big hit. And that was just, I mean, he, he stuck with the ball, made sure he made contact, poked it through the infield, and then they got one more. Uh, RBI from Leody Tavares, who had a really nice September. And then uh, in the fourth inning, they added a couple of more uh, on a Jonah Heim walk with the bases loaded. And then uh, Simeon got a double that would have, uh, that, that uh, basically broke the thing open at 6 nothing. Uh, as far as the Mariners go, their, their lone run came on a uh, Eugenio Suarez home run. That basically Cody Bradford was in his what, second or third inning. Yeah, second inning of work, gave up a solo shot. But I'm sure his uh, instructions were to pitch to contact up 6 nothing and try and get these outs. And that's what he did. Jose Leclerc came on, closed the thing out. Josh Spores got the win after coming in and, uh, and uh, shutting the door on the the Mariners there in the fifth inning and then getting himself a clean sixth inning. So really nice work from the bullpen after we, you know, uh, after we knew, you know, the, 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 there's been issues all year long and, you know, they, they, they had a really nice performance when they needed it and not exactly the guys that you thought, but if you'd have told me at the beginning of the year that LeClerc shutting down the game that, 
sends them to the playoffs, I mean, I would have believed you, right? Yeah, well, interestingly enough, one little quick tidbit about this and really about this whole series and this stretch, uh, this last bit of stretch, ever since Evan Carter has come up, we just have not seen really any of Ezekiel Duran um, at all. Uh, when you start talking about Tavares, I, it kind of brought up, I, I started thinking about Duran and I was like, well, ever since Carter's been up, uh, we haven't, we, Duran has not even sniffed the field, uh, but great win tonight well, by the Rangers or, or Saturday night by the Rangers. Go ahead. And real quick on that. Uh, I think Grossman kind of started getting those at bats because he was hitting lefties so well. And that's where uh, Zeke Duran was getting his at bats and, and Zeke struggled down the stretch and, you know, he's going to be on the playoff roster. He's going to, you know, he's going to be a right-handed bat off the, uh, off the bench. And, you know, there may be a time where they need him late in the game and, and we'll just kind of see what happens. But, you know, I'm sure he's doing his due diligence to be ready in, in any situation he gets, but yeah, he just kind of lost those at bats to Carter and then those right-handed at bats when Carter wasn't in there, uh, he lost those to uh, Grossman because Grossman really did have a really nice September. Yeah, he Grossman really played really well, really down the stretch altogether um, for, for sure. Another quick couple of tidbits on this. Marcus Simeon notches his 40th double in this game and his 100th. Uh, run batted in so what a, heck, what a season dude like, yeah did you, did you see he's gonna lead the league in runs and hits wow yeah and again i i think i think kind of the unheralded mvp candidate uh in the american league and i bet you anything he's gonna get some votes from the smart voters and his war i mean he had he had i want to say the second best wins above replacement after Shohei oh, Otani uh, in the American League. So, uh, man, heck of a season for Marcus Simeon. Uh, I think Seager probably any chance he had of that MVP trophy probably dwindled away with his struggles down the stretch here. But he but, did uh, take a second in the uh, batting title and mm-hmm. led the league in uh, doubles. So a yep. uh, huge year for Seager altogether. Um, really – Really nice year, but he did uh, he did struggle and pressed a little bit down the stretch. Hopefully, those things come to an end here on the third tomorrow afternoon when the when the Rangers pick up against the Tampa Bay. Um, quick quick note too, and I know we're not at the last game of the season, but Seager racking up 156 hits in only 119 games is absolutely staggering. <laughs> it's yeah. Crazy numbers that he put up this year. Uh, in the at bats that he had, so uh, really, really happy to see the see the see us getting our money's worth out of these guys. Yeah, and then that's you know this is what we paid them for. I know last year was a down year. You had managers in between, and uh, you know general managers in between, and the pitching was still a mess. And you know, so this is what we paid them for. This is why we we knew they were going to be this these kind of producers and and they were every bit of it this year absolutely well before we finish up uh and and go to our third box score and really talk about uh what's coming up next for the rangers don't forget to check out our exclusive content it's called down on the farm with the boys we go through everything in this rangers minor league system Uh, it's just a dollar 99 a month and you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things rangers organization wide uh this thing's gotta have the farm to keep going uh, year in and year out. You've seen it with the Houston Astros. 
and the, and the somewhat of a dynasty that they've been able to create. Well, the Rangers are doing the same thing right now. And, and there's people, there's players coming up that are, you know, the Evan Carters of the world. Uh, there's, there's a ton of them and uh, we can't wait to talk about them every single week. So go to our website or our, our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com one word or our Spotify page and subscribe today. Um, Box hey, score. real quick on that Spotify page, uh, smash down the old uh, follow page or Ooh. follow on there because we're just a couple away from 200. Oh, wow. Look at that. I mean, yeah, we're, we're just talking baseball and stuff is happening. You know, I mean, almost kind of unbeknownst to us, we'll, we'll pop in and check the stats every now and then and go, oh, wow, look, would you, would you look at that? Yeah, um, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It's, it's, uh, it truly is humbling to, to have – listeners uh listen to us talk about talk about the rangers um well talking about the rangers the rangers uh lose the final game of the season a little bit of a heartbreaker um felt like dane dunny did everything uh he could do to to put in a great performance as did martin perez i i think the pitching staff held up there into the bargain the rangers that had i want to say 16 walks in two games don't walk one time in this game uh, only able to scratch out four hits, and really the 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 only guy that seemed like he showed up to play today was was Evan Carter. Everybody else, uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of good thing that the Rangers celebrated uh, the night the night before. And one other thing before we talk about this game, I thought it was kind of classy how the Rangers didn't kind of like over celebrate on Seattle's field. I don't know if that was intentional, just to kind of be like, oh, we have we're not done yet. But um, you know, happy to see that they had. That they weren't. It's never. I don't think it's ever a good look to go out there and just blow it up on somebody else's field, unless it was maybe Houston. But, um, anyways, I digress on this game. It was a tough game to watch just because we knew how much was at stake, um, and and the best offense in baseball couldn't scratch out anything. Uh, yeah. Yes. And and the one run was a bases loaded ground ball to Nate Lowe that Jonah Heim missed the swipe tag on. Mm-hmm. That was the only run. I mean that that would have doubled up the inning and they would have moved on and it would have still been zero zero. But uh, Dane Dane Dunning cut a little bit of a tough break uh, there in that fourth inning and Martin Perez came in did a really good job of uh, of pulling through that thing with just the one run and and really kind of worked his way well enough to where there could have been zero. Um, But Perez saved the bullpen this afternoon, got him three and two thirds and to go with Dunning's three and a third and and just, you know, four hits and a run, but that one run was enough. They had uh, 10 strikeouts combined between them and Jonathan Hernandez who uh, pitched. If we could have got that Jonathan Hernandez that pitched Mm. yesterday in the ninth inning, Mm. like for three quarters, quarters of the season the mm-hmm. the rangers would have won five more games yeah i so agree they would have just had that coming out of the bullpen and being able to to run that run the ball that much arm side and, and have so much run on that two seamer it just i mean that would have been so important to the rangers and and you know i mean when he came back after his minor league stats i mean he was at like a six seven five era and he's 
work that thing down to five and five under five and a half in the in the couple last couple of weeks of the season. So hopefully he's getting things worked out and that he'll be a real viable piece in that bullpen next year. And really hell even in the playoffs because they're gonna need they're gonna need bullpen hands this week. All guys are gonna be on deck and they're you know they're gonna have a couple of decisions on who they move back to to triple A round rock. But overall I mean you know, Jonathan Hernandez is not going to be one of those guys. And, and like you said, not a lot to talk about on the offensive side of the ball. Evan Carter did get a, a base knock in the ninth inning to give him a little hope in front of Simeon and Seager. But uh, it didn't look like there was very much uh, sense of urgency yesterday afternoon uh, by the Rangers. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that they were complacent with the playoff spot, but at the same time, I mean, uh, when you look back and the, the Astros are already up eight, nothing. Right. You know, so who knows, but end of the day, um, Rangers are going to play in the playoffs this week and they're going to at least play two more ball games. And uh, uh, I can't wait to cover them because uh, it's going to be a fun week. Absolutely. We are talking playoff baseball uh, tomorrow's show. We will, we will go in depth and preview this uh, Tampa Bay series and, and talk, talk Rangers playoff baseball, but for now, Rangers fans kick back and really enjoy the fact that this team won 90 games this year. And I have my little ace in the hole that I remember I was going to tell you about. Yeah. That, that I, I have my mic drop moment. So remember, and I said this, I said this earlier this year, probably three or four shows in a row that Bruce Bochy's all three of his world series teams, their winning totals were, 92 games, 94 games, 88 games. So, look, this this, this man can win you a World Series. You, he's, he doesn't have to have the best record in baseball uh, to take a team to the World Series. I believe all year long some of the decisions that he has been making that we don't understand – uh, have something to do with the fact that that he's thinking about, hey, if we're going to win this thing, we're going to win this whole thing. You know, we've got to think we got to play the long game. And uh, I look forward to seeing a little something from the Rangers in the playoffs that maybe we haven't seen all year. And uh, I, I'm pretty pumped about it. I can't wait to see how Bochy yeah. coaches the game and seeing what guys are going to be those guys that step up. And And I'll finish it here and I'll, I'll leave it. But in baseball, the playoffs think of Craig council, you know, like you never know who's going to step, who could step up and carry your team in the playoffs out of nowhere. So anything can happen. So, uh, you know, pretty excited about this. And uh, yeah, yeah, just one real quick thing. I think tomorrow uh, on the show, we're going to preview the playoffs, but we're also going to talk about which, which of these bullpen hands that we really think are going to help this thing in the playoffs and which Mm. one that we think he might want to leave for, for, for bad nights. <laughs> the losing end of the bullpen, as you would say. So, all right, man. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate it. Don't forget to check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. One word. Don't forget to check out our social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, just a dollar 99 a month. And don't forget to hit that subscribe or that follow button on your favorite podcasting platform for the 300-pound animal. This is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys, signing out.